1: Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, AJ, and Megan coming at you live. Jesse may join us in a little bit, depending on how late practice goes. It's the Monday of Stanley Cup Finals week. We have the preview coming tomorrow. Be sure you tune in tomorrow for all of that. But for today, we figured it's one last day of having a little bit of fun in the break before the finals probably start. We figured we'd do something a little bit interesting for y'all. We are going to go through the entire playoffs starting in round 1. And and you may have heard of this before, you may have not, but the idea is that what if Every team got to take one player from the team that they beat and add them to their roster as they go deeper into the playoffs. It would make for some uh, some super teams, to say the least. Uh, there are some some rules that are a little bit unclear to me that we may have to litigate as we go on through these rounds. We'll see exactly, exactly how things go, go down as we go through it. Uh, it should be an interesting one. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, now, where do you guys want to start, though? Do you guys want to start in the West or the East? Oh, I think we got to start with some rules. Some rules. Uh, how come? There can't be that many rules, can there? Okay, so, I think, uh, this, uh, the, apparently this is a pretty popular idea, but for me, this stemmed from, uh, Z and I had this conversation for, like, two hours last week, where we, we were, like, arguing over who should... Like which player each team team should take. Um. Anyway, the the rules the rules here I think. So you can add a player from each from each team. Okay, that that you beat. The questions the question is is can you take if you get into subsequent rounds can you take the player that the other team took? I mean, I think you should be when they won. And then, you can you carry player. that player for the rest of the postseason, or do you only get this guy for one round? No, for the rest of the postseason, for sure. For the rest, of, so you're building it by the finals. Everybody has a super team. Yes. Okay. All right, because that's I just wanted to clarify that. So you can take a player that the other team took, and these guys are for the entire postseason. Yep. Okay. I don't know if I like the idea of being able to take a player that the other team took. I think you should have to take one of the originals, but I mean, Megan can be the tiebreaker vote.
0: I think I want to do Rudo's way because there's some people that I want to take all the way to the Stanley Cup final, and I don't know if they'll make it otherwise.
1: <laughs> there,
0: Danton Heinen's going to the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's more I like Danton Hoonan. I was thinking about to chase Bergeron too, though, if he is going to retire or not, that might be somebody worth taking all the way.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's going to be one of the tougher ones. That's, that's actually one of the hardest ones of the first round because Boston has a handful of great players, but uh, we can just start there. All right. We can start there. Uh, yeah. Carolina over Boston, yeah. Megan's would just be taking all of the DU players. No, (laughs) (laughs) bringing the band back together, baby. That's right. Getting the band back together. Uh, Okay, so Carolina, Boston. Carolina beats Boston. They get their pick of Bruins players: Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, David Pasternak. I, I'm leaning pasta. I think so. I kind of am, but Bergeron, he's just not the player that he used to be. Not that he's not really good still, but he's not quite the super elite player that he used to be. But as the 2C behind Sebastian Ajo, I like that doesn't solve their problem that Carolina still needs a proper forward superstar. Also, Charlie McAvoy and Jacob Slavin on a pairing together? Yeah, I think you can make a really good case for McAvoy. That one's tougher for me than Bergeron. <laughs> you guys think that we spend time on HF boards? That is actually my favorite comment of the day. <laughs> I probably haven't been on HF boards I, in three years. <laughs> I It has been much longer than that for me. <laughs> I don't even think I ever made an HF boards account. I, I've almost never went. Oh, that. me neither. I was strictly lurker. Yeah, I had to follow their Denver media as terrible thread for a while because I wanted to be the one to save them, and instead, <laughs> instead they hated me. So I was like, I hate you guys too. Well, that sounds like HF boards. So yeah, it was great. <laughs> it's great relationship. Okay. Is there anyone else that like could be a sneaky pick off of Boston? I don't think so. I I really think it's got to be Bergeron, Marsh, and Pasta or McAvoy. I can't imagine it's anybody. Like you're not taking like their goalies aren't good enough for you to be like. Well, Freddie Anderson was hurt. Yeah. So I'm not taking Swayman or Olmark. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. I, they're just not any better than Ronto. <laughs> Uh, to answer to answer Mark's question, I do think the Abs had an easier road to the Cup than Tampa by a ton. Are you kidding me? Toronto and Florida alone, yeah, are tougher than anybody the Abs have faced. So, anyway, um, I don't want to take this long on every series. This one was just difficult. Megan, thoughts?
0: Um,
1: Taylor Hall. Yeah,
0: I'll do Bergeron.
1: I think I'm leaning. I think I'm leaning with Bergeron as well. Fine, then. I just, I just think that the Fine, center man. depth is. I just think that that center depth is so good, man. Because now, now they're looking at like what Jordan Stalls, like their four C. Fine, I just, I just think that the, Uh, I get like the thing is again, like I just don't think he solved their problem. Everyone, all everyone talked about for Carolina was well, they don't have the superstar on offense. I don't think Bergeron's that guy anymore. Okay, so, but Pasternak, it's not like Pasternak did that for them in that I series. hear you, but I, I think Pasternak is closer to being that guy than, than Bergeron is right now. I will say, with the way that Svechnikov played in the postseason, uh, a star goal-scoring winger sure would have been nice for Carolina yeah. to have. Yeah. Chad is saying pasta. Megan, we might yeah. lose this. Pasta! Pasta! Where's Jesse? I need Jesse to jump on and pick Pasta for me. <laughs> it's just sentimental
0: to me, but I think none of this has become a real solution. Like, I just don't know that Pasta would have been a difference maker either, but Bergeron at least won the sentimental value of having, having him on the team and the experience.
1: Yeah, go old guy. Mm-hmm. So you can be sad about him losing one round later? Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> me at dinner last night. <laughs> <Shitting> pasta. <laughs> uh, the other series in that bracket was New York over Pittsburgh. That one's easy, right? You pick Crosby, Crosby and goes move to the on Rangers. With life. You're yeah. done. Okay. <laughs> just whoa, 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 whoa.
0: Slow down. <laughs>
1: What uh what do you player is Megan taking here? That's Danton Hein and is, that he- is Heinen Heinen. Okay, okay. <laughs> he
0: scored some goals at really important moments in that series.
1: That's why they lost in the first round.
0: That's why they lost. Yeah. Because that scrub Sidney Crosby holding them back.
1: Definitely not because they were playing Louis Domingue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Just checking. I figured right. that one was pretty easy. So the Rangers get Crosby, and then I think we're going with the Hurricanes get Posternock. I mean, I, I have a list here of everyone's picks, so you two can take Bergeron, I'll take Pasta with with the chat. We're trying we're trying to make a we're trying to make a one pod pick. Singular, here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's gotta be yeah. pasta then based yeah. on the chat. Yeah. We'll go we'll let we'll let chat win this round. Okay. Um let's the just rest... stay out. Let's stay out east. Yeah, the rest of the East, Florida over Washington. This is like, do you just take Ovi? I don't, I don't know. Well, and so it's you're like, okay, Florida can't score on the power play. Yeah, you have it's the true, best, their power play was so bad. These playoffs, you have the best power play goaler of all time. <laughs> it's just Ovi, right? Like, is there another option here? You're not really. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to like could you talk yourself in like John Carlson or something? No. Okay. I don't I'm, like uh, Washington's goalie sucked. He can't go there. Yeah, like there's not really a great option to take from the caps outside of Ovi. Like there are good players, you know, Backstrom uh, Kuznetsov and, and Oshi are also good. Anthony Manta had a had a you know, I, I like Anthony Manta, but over all those other guys, come on. Like it's Ovechkin. I know that Florida doesn't need more firepower, but then they also only scored three goals in their second round series. I mean one for thirty one on the power play in the playoffs. <laughs> <So> yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, Tom Wilson, I guess. Yeah,
0: I've thought about Wilson, but I think OB's the right choice.
1: Wilson was out for, like, the whole playoffs, right? Yeah, he only played in one game. Yeah, one of 31, man. We're, we've got ABS fans trying to talk about how the Avalanche power play had problems. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He scored in three of four games in that Edmonton series. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. So, Ovechkin, then? I think so. I think it has to be Ovi. Especially because, like, Huberto predictably became a ghost in the playoffs, so. Like, the hard part here, though, is, is like, we have to go based on the results of these brackets, but you're like, how much do these these second-round series change? Yeah. You have no idea who wins round two with that big of a difference on the lineup. Yeah, like Sydney like Sydney Crosby for the for the Rangers uh kind of a big deal. Yeah, like it's a good thing the Rangers won that series cuz you're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay." Well, yeah, no team chaos. I, this isn't about team chaos, I don't think. I mean, the good news is Tampa won their round two series and they get to pick from Toronto in round 1. Um I, this it is it Matthews or is it is it Tavares because they're taking the C right to replace what? Point What? You, why would you even ask that of course it's Matthews I know but I had to bring up the guy you hate no we don't have to bring up the traitor <laughs> really to... he, hate... he won't even say his name we don't need to talk about him
0: oh, oh my goodness
1: <laughs> Surprised this is new information Is there any, like, consideration to, like, Marner or Nylander? I think that there would be consideration to Marner because he, I think he had a, I mean, man. But when you factor in, when you factor in specifically the Braden Point problems. Yeah. Pretty easy. That's, that's where I think. Okay. That's where I think Matthews really becomes like the, just the slam dunk. It's just easiest, the easiest call. Yeah, we should have taken former abs for for everybody. Yep, this is this is true. <laughs> Forget a go super with, team. Just build just the abs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just go with cardboard. <laughs> That'd have been fun, but Not uh, you no, know, I think we just added Austin Matthews to the Tampa Bay Lightning and made life really difficult. Yeah, life just got way harder for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, keep on rolling. Yeah, that's a good west? that's a good that's I mean that's a good first round out east. Yeah. Bergeron to Carolina, Crosby to yeah. New York, Obi to Florida, Matthews to Tampa Bay. Hell yeah. It's a lot of talent. Dude, it's a lot of talent. <laughs> we just we just made the second round a lot more interesting. And I think that's the appeal of this, right? Like a lot more interesting. Second round. Uh over in the West, we can start with Oilers LA. Uh is it I just... struggled with this one. There's so like you if, could go a couple the ways. Oilers, Yeah, If you're the Oilers and you're coming off of a game seven shutout from Mike Smith, do you take Jonathan quick? I don't think you do, man. Yeah, we did settle on pasta over Bergeron. Did did you get that rundown wrong? I immediately forgot about it.
0: You said Bergeron, but I think... Oh, did
1: I say bird? I meant Pasta, sorry. Yeah. Okay.
0: No worries.
1: Yeah, did, Drew Doughty's hurt, so... Um, I don't think he would yeah, have... I think they said that he would have... Anyway. I think they said that had they made the conference final, he might have been able to come back. Um, I mean, but I'm Coast not a hard... 100... right there, man.
0: I mean, Trevor Moore is right there.
1: <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> He actually had some big moments well for them. Yeah, the he playoffs. did. He did play well. I I spent all year kind of just being like Trevor Moore, and then like during the playoffs, I was like, Trevor Moore's not so bad. <laughs> like, it was a so little time to play changed. a little.
0: Then he played pretty well.
1: I just I'd like. Edmonton needs forward depth. They need players who can play well defensively. Yeah, seems like Kopitar is a match made in heaven there. Yeah, I think it is. I really do think it's Kop. Cool. But the one thing about Kopi is that can they? Can he play at the pace that they sure play? at that speed? Yeah. Can Can he play at that pace? I mean, is there any? Yeah, of course. Is there any thought to Phil Deneau? I mean, he had a good playoffs. He's but... like a. He's like a poor man's version of Kopitar. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Adrian Kempe, talking about playing with pace. He could definitely yeah, man, play at the Oilers' if pace. If you're saying effort to any defense, and you're just like, let's put more offense on the <laughs> Oilers. <laughs> Their problem against Colorado was that they couldn't score seven in the first game. <laughs> definitely not that they gave up eight. Yeah. <laughs> seven in the first game. Does Kempe, does Kempe get them to seven in game one? <laughs> he might.
0: He might. He just might.
1: <laughs> um, I do think that Kopitar is probably the answer. Is there any consideration to like a Mikey Anderson here? <sighs> Does he do enough for their defense? I just don't think their defense is is there with without the option of of Doughty. I don't. I don't think LA's D was good enough. Yeah. Megan, do you want to break the tie between Kempe and uh, and Kopitar? Not that we really have a tie, but yeah. Kopitar. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, because then, because then, that would allow Woodcroft to to load up with Kane, McDavid, and Drysaito on the top line, and then on that second line they could go with uh, Kobitar, Hyman, Hyman and yeah, yeah. Yamamoto and Yamamoto. And then you have R&H on your third line, and you're feeling a lot better about their depth all of a sudden. Yep. Uh, All right, moving up the list, Calgary (laughs) over Dallas in seven. Uh, Knowing how terribly Markstrom played in round two. This is an interesting (laughs) one, because you're like, look, Markstrom was specifically bad against the Oilers. Jake Ottinger had a, a like a legendary performance in round one. Like is Jake Ottinger the answer? Does Jake Ottinger just take Markstrom's job there? And like you have to make this you have to make this decision in the moment, right? Like we wouldn't know we wouldn't know that Markstrom was horrible against yeah. the Oilers. So you're probably really taking Hayskinen in or Jason Robertson. No, uh, no, maybe in Pavelski. <laughs> I would say maybe Joe Pavelski if they were really like, Hey, what we need is another forward. <laughs> but I think what you could see about the Flames back end is that, hey, it's solid, but it's lacking a true number one, a star, an all situation stud. And Miro Hayeskinen would absolutely do that for you. Because I think the only reason you would take Ottinger is. Because we know, we know what happened. Played out. Yeah. We know that he had a that Markstrom had an 8.52 through five games against the Oilers. But in that moment, you're probably not taking a backup goaltender, are you? Markstrom's been so good for you all year. You're probably saying we'll take we'll take the elite defenseman. We'll take He's Miro Heiskanen. The one thing. I would say is Joe Pavelski would bring that experience factor that hockey teams love. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you could also you could see Daryl Sutter being like, "Hello, that guy's <laughs> my age. I just want somebody to talk to." <laughs> is picking Joe Pavelski a waste of eight days? <laughs> I mean. That series ended up being nine days, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, AJ, I think you convinced me, but Megan, I'm curious if you have anything to add.
0: No, I think it's Haskin Ed. Okay. But I think if they took Otter, it would be fun for me personally.
1: Would have been. I mean. That series could have looked totally different. Like, uh, the question would be, like, what kind of leash does Markstrom like, get? Yeah, yeah. because with Dan Vladar, you're like, look, we're riding or dying with Markstrom. But if you had Jake Ottinger as your backup, you might be a lot more inclined to be like... They get down 2-1 in that series, and you're exactly. like... Exactly. Hmm. Look, he doesn't have it. We're not... we We can't just... This isn't the time to be loyal to a guy, right? Like, you're trying to win a Stanley Cup here. We're about to have a tumultuous off season that could see us blowing up the entire core of this thing. We need to go and do this now. We're putting Otter in. And then the other, I, I mean, I guess we'll get into it, but, uh, Hase, I mean, does Haskinen solve their problems? Because it really, truly, Calgary was not terrible defensively against Edmonton. They weren't great, obviously. Like, it was not a Wizards performance or anything. Uh, but but all everything that they did was undone by Markstrom just a being horrible, horrible. Just yeah. horrible. Like, you go and you watch the goals that get scored against, and you're like, good lord, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. mm This is all bad. I Yeah, I... I I think, without hindsight, I do think it has to be Haskinen, just given what their defense looked like and knowing they were dealing with guys like Tanev being injured. Yeah, the Tanev injury was definitely a big one. That would have helped that depth. Yep. Yeah. So, so I think Haskinen probably is the answer there, without the the, the benefit of knowing. Of course.
0: That's fair.
1: Um, Next... Minnesota St. Louis is super easy, I it, think. It, it's it's just caprice off, right? It's yeah. not flour.
2: <laughs> Knowing not. that
1: Bennington gets hurt. <laughs> no, it's not flour. Get out of here with that take. Yeah, of course it's not flour. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, i no uh, no uh no Jonas Brodeen or Jared Spurgeon. No, no Matt Dumba. No, like, really good defenseman to maybe try and slow Colorado down. It's just Carol Kaprizov. He's just that much better than everyone else on that God. team, right? Like, No Ryan Hartman. Oh, my God. Stop. Look, look, maybe all St. Louis needed to get through Colorado was 10-20 goal scores. Next, you're going to convince me what Kevin Fiala did this year was sustainable. Doesn't need to be sustainable. You <laughs> need to be good enough this year. Yeah. No no Tyson Jost? <laughs> Definitely. Well, if we're going the Avs route, I guess he did have the Jost option there. <laughs> All right. Caprizov. Oh, um, yep. Caprizov, easy. And then finally, who are the Avs taking off Nashville in round one? So, I think if you had an idea on the timeline for Soros, you'd be tempted. But you have no idea what the timeline actually is there. But because we don't really know what that timeline was. Like, he wasn't even practicing. He was skating on his own. Can't see my other hand there. Oh, this one. (laughs) Skating on his own. Just one. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's got to be Yossi.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, is that are you are you cheating a little bit there? Knowing Sam Gerard gets hurt, yes. So you're cheating a little, because I would have kicked Eric Johnson off the uh, off of that defense, and then Bo and Byron Eric Johnson never find that magic together. I, it's just so hard because the Preds like just didn't have a great forward in that series. Like I'm not taking Yakov Trenin. No, and obviously we're not taking Matt Duchesne just because yeah. Yeah, he'd walk yeah. in that locker room and they would fight him, and then it would be like, yeah. well, that was pointless.
0: Philip Forsberg was kind of invisible. For- yeah, he Philip S-Cos- Forsberg
1: was so bad. Him and Johansson both just didn't do anything in that series. I guess if you were looking for a guy to hurt the other team's goalies, Johansson would have been the guy. Well, I stab Ended up not needing it. Cadre got the job done. The line, so. <laughs> it would have been unsafe
0: for Andrew Hansen to come to Colorado. I'm here.
1: Some kind of karma there or something. I don't. Karma is not the right word. What comes around comes back around. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. it, it, it genuinely might have to be Yosi just because everyone else on that team played so poorly. Like Ekholm was Seriously. awful. <laughs> Yeah, if you were like, look, we want a defensive defense, we want like a defenseman upgrade over Josh Manson. Well, Matthias Ekholm was not it in that. Yeah, season. he was like horrific. I would have taken Nick Letty over Matthias Ekholm. Yeah, that's just not Ekholm, a good option. Ekholm was brutally bad, and so, then all like all their young kids didn't do anything. Yeah. Like Tomasino was fun to watch, but you're like, okay, what is he gonna actually do? I I mean it even knowing that he did not play very well, like dropping Philip Forsberg, like onto your second or third line. Yeah, it makes you better, obviously. But can you like like a third line of 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 uh new hook comfort Forsberg? The guy scored 40 goals. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Does it really just have to be? I will tell you, Roman Yossi in Colorado system with the way that Colorado's defenders attack up the he, ice. you would be a wild man. The way that the way that like this, like. Uh... This is a great question from James. In this, uh, when when would the decision be made? Would it be after the deciding game or after the round is completed? Because then you might have matchup considerations, right? Where maybe you would would rather have a depth center instead of a defenseman, or you'd want the goalie or whatever, right? Like. That's another in- interesting consideration. I think it's I think it's immediately after the series is made. Like I think at the end of the handshake line, Bednar just goes, We're taking Roman Yossi or whatever. He's coming home with me. You'd have to dis- <laughs> like you'd have to disclose injuries though. Yeah, oh hundred percent. You would have to disclose the injury, though. But I open road. I agree. I think it should be as soon as you win and You should bring the extra jersey. Bender should bring the extra jersey. So during the handshake line, he just goes, boom. (laughs) He has to put it on right then. He dunks it on him in the handshake line. No locker clean out. (laughs) No saying goodbye to the old team. None of that. He just has to put that jersey on, and he has to go into that locker room immediately and listen to that team talk shit about the team he just beat. Jersey number has to be 69, too, by law. That would be. (laughs) Uh, we got a $5 super chat from Miss Truly here. I'm not sure if this has been pointed out yet. Av's got so much BDE, they've got two Johnsons. Mm -hmm. And they rotate them. (laughs) It's just one of the best. It's one of the best like throwaway lines from a podcast this year.
0: Whatever guy 100%. on
1: ESPN or TNT that was just like, yeah, they ro- they're rotating their Johnsons, and Evan was like, well, I'm gonna talk about this for the for the rest of my life. Like, that's all this is. Oh, I, your homies one is the best. He oh, puts gosh. the jersey on and then gets to be on the winning side of the handshake line. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. So, so like, do they tell him before? The handshake line, and then he has to go through the handshake line and be like, I'll see you guys next year. I'll (laughs) see you guys next year. Or, (laughs) or, he's a free agent, so he's like, I'll see you guys never. Bye, bitches. (laughs) In the case of Philip Forsberg, it's just straight girl bye. Oh, God. Full on, like, The Bachelor style.
0: It feels like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, it, it kind of feels like it for this one because we're struggling to pick a guy, but for, like, Kaprizov with The Wild... Yeah, that one's not hard. Like, Craig Berube is, like, climbing over the bench to claim his new Russian son <laughs> and be like, You're coming with me, Kirill! <laughs> just saying. Okay. Some so of it's... them, there doesn't have to be Bachelor-level drama. You just... You've just claimed that dude. Uh... So are we going with Yossi? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Taking Yossi. I mean, so Yos so it's Yossi, but who, who comes off your defense? Is it really Eric Johnson? Uh yeah. It, I think it would be Well, I mean you could probably rotate like Can I rotate Johnson's? <laughs> you don't need to rotate Johnson's at that point. That's the and then three games later, Eric Johnson's back in because Sam Gerard breaks, but yeah, that's true. Um,
2: I mean, anyway. Yossi,
1: Yossi Manson is a pretty good replacement for Gerard Manson. <laughs> it's not too bad. Yeah, Not too bad. All right, so we go with Roman Yosi. Yep. Uh, I still think that... Philip Forsberg in your forward core would have been sick, but okay. Ah, dude, Yossi's going to win a Norris, so... Chat, chat is you guys get full credit here for considering team male model along the way. <laughs> is, is he hot enough to be an av? Oof, that's true. Forsberg's definitely hotter. You think so? I do. Then Yossi? Yeah. No. No?
0: <laughs> no.
1: He's got that Swedish vibe to him, though. That Yossi just lacks. I guess. I guess uh, Yosi Yosi does the hind type pretty well. Roman Yossi's a pretty good looking dude. He's Very good
0: looking.
1: All right, we're gonna we're gonna need. Okay, chat. No, dude, that fucking mustache is a disqualifier immediately. No, this I forgot is... all about that cartoon shit. <laughs> if I'm playing, if <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Monopoly, I'm definitely spring. going with Philip Forsberg. <laughs> I think the mustache is great, for the record. I I also think it's great, but I don't think it's attractive. (laughs) I think it makes him look like a fucking cartoon character. (laughs) Uh, Okay. For the record, we're brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DMVR. (laughs) Yeah. You can go get some Brew down at the bar. Of course, you can get it at your local liquor store as well. They're also hosting a Community Stars giveaway where you can nominate someone who's done good things in your community to win tickets to the Cup Finals. Giving away tickets to both games, one and two at very least, and more if the series comes back <clears throat> to Colorado after that. So head on over to Breckbrew.com and nominate someone you think deserves it to go to the Cup Finals. Uh, check it out. Breck Brew, they're amazing. They've been with us forever. They're they're all awesome. We're also sponsored by Athletic Greens. Super easy to use, super good for you. It's got all sorts of amazing good stuff like probiotics, electrolytes, uh, uh, vitamins, all, all, all the good stuff that I'm not smart enough to actually know what it is. You just took one scoop of it, put it in your cup of water in the morning, you drink it, and it'll take care of you. So, go check it out today they're super awesome uh, it's athleticgreens.com i believe for us it's slash abs it might be slash av- it is, it's slash avalanche not abs that's athleticgreens.com slash avalanche to check it out today. Uh, To make it easy to sign up, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So be sure to check it out right now. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially with it being flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in your cup of water every day. That's it. No need for all these different things that you have to take. Just take the one scoop. Check out Athletic Greens. They're super awesome. If you haven't checked it out, you could Go over there and order today. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Avalanche. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, all right. So to recap round one, Carolina took Pasternak. New York took Crosby. Florida took Ovi. Tampa took Matthews. Edmonton took Kopitar. Calgary took Haskinen. St. Louis took Kaprizov. And Colorado took Yosi. So, in the second round, if we start in the east, you have New York over Carolina. And this one is not an easy pick, I don't think. Well, so you would have Crosby and Sabanajad. Yeah. So the appeal here, of Aho goes down. Here comes AJ's Banging the table for Jacob Slavin, I can already tell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's not the Rangers you, are
0: anybody. CC, we'll take it.
1: Close enough. Of, yeah, he's a local guy. <laughs> CC guys are just guys who wanted to get into DU but couldn't. That doesn't that sound. sound right, but okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, is, no. is there a max for the number of times a player can hop teams? Uh, no. I imagine not. If you're letting Sean, you go to multiple teams. Yeah. 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 The answer is no. We're not worrying about that. I think it should be. It's look, Slavin uh, gives them an actual defenseman to play next to Adam Fox. That gives them a true top pairing, a true top pairing, and they're not messing around with Ryan Lindgren up there. You know, you look at you look at their defense, and they sure could use a guy like Jacob Slavin. But you also look at, hey, their bottom six. I mean, they, their kid line was actually good. Filipino, as their 3C, was good. Yep. And we gave them Sidney Crosby. So I don't know where you're pulling from the forward core. I guess, uh, unless you're trying to sell me on it being Pasternak. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably not, though, given Kreider could score goals at will. So, um, I, I guess my one real argument would be like, do you just stack offensive defensemen and go with Tony D instead? No, no. You're gonna put Tony D'Angelo back on the Rangers. Oh, I forgot it was the Rangers. Yeah. No, okay. that's definitely not no. happening. Never mind. Never mind. No. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be slaving then. Yeah. You want to talk about knives in the locker room? <laughs> Gorgiev is ready. <laughs> His whole stick at that point is going to be a trident In case that dude walks back through the that door. So, mm-mm. no, no coaches are eligible. That would be pretty funny, though. Well, yeah, we're stealing Rod Brindamore <laughs> just to intimidate other teams, not That's to actually, a... yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll just stand there. He's literally their body man. <laughs> Okay, so so Slavin feels good there. I'm happy with Slavin. Yeah, I just think that that's, that actually matches up with some needs. Well, look who it is. It isn't the, uh, the this podcast adding their second-round player. <laughs> we took Jesse Montano.
2: Hello. Thank, thank you.
1: All right, thank so do we want to give Jesse the, the, quick the quick rundown of rundown. who we've picked?
2: I I, jump, I jumped in and li- – well, I guess I haven't heard who all, but I jumped in and listened to at least what the conversation the was as I was coming down the street.
1: Uh, all right. So in round one, Carolina took Posternock.
2: Oh, we're doing everybody. I thought this everybody. was just – Okay, see, I came in – all right, yeah, okay. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I came in when we were talking about the app, so I, I was just – I was like –
1: yeah, who's hotter, Roman Yosi or Philip Forsberg?
2: See, this is part of the conversation I did hear. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I can't, I can't stand the way Philip Forsberg skates, and I can't look past anything about his looks, his personality, his mustache, anything. The way he skates and the fact that he goes full tuck with his socks drives me absolutely bonkers.
1: Yeah, dudes that tuck the socks are a no go.
2: I uh I don't even I don't even know what Philip Forsbury looks like looks like all I can stare at is his ankles when he's out there or <laughs> lack thereof.
1: That's scandalous.
2: <laughs>
1: all right. Jesse likes it when no, they it's... show a little ankle. Got it. Oh, gotta you... show gotta show some ankle. Got it.
2: I mean, if there's anybody from the, the uh you know Av's PR or Av's social media or anything that's watching this, everyone knows it's ankle season three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> days of a year for your boy. <laughs> Doesn't matter for
1: those guys too (laughs) because they always roll in with their. uh, You can you can just see the ankle and they got the low cut sock and
2: mm -hmm. yeah you gotta you gotta go no sock or excuse me low cut sock you gotta make it look like you got no sock Mm -hmm. and then just short enough on the inseam that you get some skin going you know just any anything that would have upset someone in like nineteen twenty five that's my (laughs) pant game yeah.
1: Okay. How's that working for you? It's all right. Paint, paint game's so strong, it kicked off the Great Depression. Yeah, Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It was that controversial back then.
2: And they were like, you that's know what? what
1: started it. Got it.
2: I'd be burned at the stake for how much ankle I show. That's all i oh, say. Gosh. Oh, my God.
1: I think that's more like the 1700s. Yeah.
2: 17 19 you
1: know <laughs> close enough it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. we've got the we've got the Salem witches getting burned and then on the <laughs> street next to him is Jesse for too much ankle yeah
2: yeah Je- <laughs> Jesse in some like nice casual like 28 in inseam, inseam inch jeans and everyone's like huh oh. performing magic and just uh just showing some ankle
1: too much too much ankle got yeah, it yeah 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 okay. all right How to bounce back from that. Uh, (laughs) So we'll just move on to our next round Two, the other one in the East is Tampa and Florida. So first of all, tough, man. Well, first of all, I want to have a conversation. Tampa gets Matthews, Florida gets Ovi. Does that change the series? I don't think so. Okay. It can only end in four. (laughs) Again, I think so. Okay. So, in that case, Florida, lots of options for Tampa to take from. Yeah, you have to. Okay, so the thing, the thing with Tampa, and I think uh, I think we're gonna get into this a lot more tomorrow. Their defensive usage is weird. Uh, between between their, they have a very clear top four on defense in Hedman, Sergeyev, uh Chernak, and McDonough. Um, so. Another defenseman would make a lot of sense there. Ekblad or, or Uyghur, right? Would make a lot of sense there. Uh, I think the inclination is to go Barkov, but because you got Matthews, do you need a Barkov? Nope. Would you rather that. take? Would you rather take Ovi and put him next to Matthews and create like this like super goal scoring monster? Are there enough pucks on the ice for that line? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Given they've already taken Matthews, it's real easy for me to say Eckblad, I think.
0: <laughs> I think Eckblad, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Dot, I, Jesse?
2: I think Eckblad's super dope. And I think he's super underrated because he plays in Florida. Have you guys <laughs> been watching the Quest for the Cup stuff?
1: No, not really.
2: John, is he and-
1: I can't even get excited about the abs Red Wings thing. I'm, I'm focused really? on one thing right now. One thing, oh, dude,
2: I can't wait for the abs Red Wings thing. Uh,
1: but when this, when this final is over, I will indulge properly like a normal human being. But until then one thing,
2: the uh, Jonathan Huberto next to his pool in his South Florida home has a little pug statue and on the, butt, it's a bottle opener. And I watched that last night and it just, talking about the Florida Panthers. I was like, isn't that just a South Florida hockey player thing to have
1: that a, a is,
2: pug butthole bottle opener. That
1: is scandalous enough to get burned at another <laughs> stake. I think. <laughs>
2: yeah. And, yeah. So it's me, Jonathan Huberto, and witches at the, at the stake, all no, for different
1: reasons. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't think you need to burn them. Like opening a bottle with your butt is probably how it felt like to get swept by Tampa. I
2: imagine. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs>
0: He seems like an unusual guy. He has this really niche pin collection too. <laughs> like they were showing on one of the specials.
2: I love pins. I love like a good a pin.
0: I pin, and what? there's some unique ones that he has.
2: Uh, like what?
0: Okay, I don't think Dragonfly was one of them, but that's the first thing that's coming.
1: So he's got dog butt bottle openers and pins. We're learning so much about <laughs> Jonathan Huberdo today. Weird yeah, dad.
2: sorry, sorry to sorry to derail. That. I mean, this is kind of just like a whatever pod, but like yeah. I saw that last night. And I've just I've you know, like when you get a song stuck in your head, it's just been the image of him going over. And I thought it like because it's like a it's like a life. Like it looks like a it's like a the size of an actual pug. And I uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing at first. I was like, oh, oh, thank God. So all of this to say, probably Aaron Eckblad.
1: Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Circles back to I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think I but like you're talking about like their fifth defenseman in the same way that Roman Yosi we were talking about like well yeah where do you put him <laughs> so it's i you know in the off season we're going to have to do like an all vibes team and huberdo's definitely going on it after this <laughs> so
0: the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Brian mentions the pod in which we brought Cassie on to talk about Nolan Patrick's inability to tie his <laughs> yeah. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that Jonathan Huberdo might be a really weird guy is starting to encroach into that conversation.
2: Hold on. This is what the rest of the show is about. Nolan Patrick can't tie his shoes? <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Get- <laughs> so,
1: it's absolutely possible. Cassie brought a mountain of evidence in which he has untied shoes and then there was also a video of Travis Konechny tying his shoes for him there, uh... he's tied his shoes he's tied his skates he even did his tie for him yep. like <laughs> there <laughs> was sk- a chance that like no one patterned so skates how to do it.
2: skates was going to be my next question <laughs>
1: That was an that was an all time interesting episode. <laughs> I, I
2: would just be I, I would just be like mouth hanging open, eyes wide the whole time on that episode. Like I can't believe what you're saying to me right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely interesting because like Nolan Pat like Nolan Patrick was like drafted like, second overall, man. Like he's been in the spotlight for a long time. I definitely would have assumed that that guy has known how to tie a tie for a long time, and Travis connecting <laughs> straight doing it for him on camera was like.
2: Well, I mean, like, you What's don't happening? have to have any kind of draft pedigree to know how to tie your shoes either. Like, that's the craziest part. It's like you like I'm just a totally regular dude. I learned how to tie my shoes like twenty five years ago.
1: Well, and there were there were multiple pictures of him wearing like slip ons as well. The, she even had like enhanced zoom ins on shoes <laughs> that were untied that he was wearing. Yep, like, this was a fully fleshed out uh conspiracy theory. It was <laughs> absolutely one of my favorite uh pod topics of all time
2: damn now i hope at some point like late in his career nolan patrick ends up on like a one or two year deal with the abs just so i can you've been in the league for 10 years yeah yeah early in your career yeah did
1: you not tie your shoes
2: (laughs) my shoe came untied and my back is hurting could someone do this nolan would you mind tying this shoe for me
1: yeah uh go can. ahead and the people that <laughs> want to find it i think if you just search for dnvr avalanche conspiracy theory no. that should that should pop up because i think that was the title of the episode yeah it was conspiracy theories <laughs> um because okay. we also talked about the yakuza owning the lightning and then Which, my theory yeah. that uh the nhl covered up wayne gretzky betting on games well, I feel like those ones aren't even conspiracy theories. Both of those are kind of just facts at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know for sure that the Yakuza thing is true. Yeah, that, act, that definitely happened. But... Yeah. So that was a fun episode. Um, oh, I don't remember how we got here. But, oh, right. Jonathan Uberdo, weirdo. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yep, yeah, yeah, weirdo. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Weirdo. Got it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Weird, but we think he can tie his shoes. Dude,
1: I, I'm not putting that out there. He's of the age range that I I am uncertain. I'm just leaving it blank. I'm not answering it on the questionnaire. <laughs> okay, uh, next the Battle of Alberta. Does Haskinen... well, we decided on Ekblad right? Yeah, I, I cool. assumed it seemed like everyone was good with Ekblad. Uh, Battle of Alberta. Does Haskinen for Calgary yep. or Edmonton for Kopitar change the series significantly? No. Because Markstrom still can't stop a puck. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So, if we're still taking Edmonton to win the series, where does Edmonton go from Calgary? It's Haskinen. Yeah. He would be the best player. Do they need another, like, uh, would you take a... I guess they would probably take Kachuk.
2: Would you not take Markstrom? I know he didn't play well in that series, but, like... I know we have the benefit of hindsight.
1: That's the thing. Yeah, they would of... have been. He would have well... just put up an 8.52 against them, and you've got you can take an elite defenseman in Miro Heiskanen. Or you could I, take one of you could take Johnny Gaudreau, you could take Matthew Kachuk, you could take Glenn Holmes. This is really
2: just me using another opportunity to get a jab at the Oilers, again Mike convincing Smith! themselves throughout the year that they didn't have a goaltending issue.
1: This is why I mentioned after when we were talking about their first round, I was like, Do they at least consider Jonathan Quick?
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, like we we now know how and, and like Mike Smith wasn't like he wasn't bad against the abs but that whole series against the abs was the full mike smith experience yeah he was 10 seconds and then you have wasn't. no business making and then every goal that goes in you're like yeah he wants that back yep he wants that back i mean mm, i think i want the, that one back
1: the backbreaker is the jt comfort game winner like yeah you've you you're playing well enough you hit the post and then the guy comes out of the box and gives up that. Half clapper from the top of the circles, like right. a goal so soft that the last person in the building to realize it went in was freaking Dicky Copper. That
2: was, that was the best part. He, he dug for it like twice. Great, yeah. great play to win the puck. Though. We'll talk about this more, more. um I don't know. Like, like, it is one of those things for me where I just, I've, it's driven me nuts, dude, watching this Edmonton Oilers team just waste year after year by convincing themselves their goaltending is good enough. And like, I don't know there's part of it. Like to think they'd be like, Holy sh- can't believe we made it this far. Jacob marks from just in case. Cause like that was their problem. When they got into the conference final, things weren't going great with Mike Smith. It's like you had no other option. You had nothing to try to stop your bleeding. So I don't know. Markstrom I think would be an interesting, he had a great season and terrible five games. And
1: what's weird is that he had a great season against everybody except Edmonton, because even in oh, the regular really? season, his Edmonton numbers were a nightmare. And so it was like Spark. He had, he was like a 9.27 goaltender against the entire NHL outside of the Oilers. So I think it is. It it does. Hey, does Edmonton take Markstrom? Do they take Heskinnen?
0: I think Heskinnen. Especially, if they, I don't know when Darnell just became injured. Ooh,
2: great point. Yeah, I forgot about the Darnell game.
1: Nurse got hurt against. He
0: was a little banged up. It might be useful then to have Haskinen
1: going. That's into a good the point. I think it's Haskinen too. I, and without the the benefit of hindsight, I think it's mm-hmm. Haskinen for sure. Because you'd be taking you would be taking Jacob Markstrom, coming off of that horrible five game performance. Why in the world would Woodcroft feel like he could trust that guy in that?
2: Because like I know they all say the right things, but like these are all smart hockey people. They see the same things that we see. Like they like and I guess that was that that that'd be my big ba- I mean if you're talking Miro Haskin and great player, great they player. they needed the help on D. Making made a great point about Darnell nurse. I'm just sitting there saying like, if they're being honest with themselves, in those internal conversations, and obviously this is an insane hypothetical situation. So, but it's just like a, that goaltending has been an issue for years. And if you would have had a chance to give yourself a second option, I don't know. It, but, would,
1: it is interesting that us given the option to improve over Mike Smith. Yeah.
2: We've said <laughs> no to
1: Jonathan quick. And now we're saying no to Jacob Markstrom? It's just, I think it's just hard to say that you would have taken Markstrom after that series in particular. You're the one that just won that series, scoring goals on him left and right, in which he was the worst he has been his entire career. I went and looked. He had more sub-900 save percentage games in that five-game series than he did in the entire first 21 games of his postseason career. And so knowing that, knowing that, it's really hard to be like, Markstrom is the guy that we're going to take to be better than Mike Smith. This uh, this whole show is brought to you by Lightshade, because this is absolutely <laughs> a high idea, top to bottom. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So go over to Lightshade, one of their 11 different locations in the Denver metro area. Use the code DNVR to get 25% off select products in store. They have a bunch of amazing stuff. All of your CBD and THC needs are met. Uh, They have other deals as well beyond the 25% off. You can't combine them, but some of their stuff is like up to 50% off depending on what you're buying. So be sure to go check out Lightshade. Again, 11 locations in the Denver metro area for all of your weed needs. Uh, third period of the DNVR avalanche podcast. I'm realizing as we're going through this, like if this was enacted through all of Sidney Crosby's career, would that dude have like a dozen
2: cups? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just checking. Uh, well, it'd just be, it'd be him and Ovi, him and Ovi would each have at least 10. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it be you...
1: Ovi. The, 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 the pens would have taken Ovi after all those times that they beat them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then just put him next to Crosby, and you're like, we're unbeatable. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So we're going with Haskinen, just to confirm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Uh, Somebody in chat asked about Ottinger. Uh, Go back to the start of the pod when we We, got in. We had a good conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, Finally, abs over Blues. So. Uh, no goalie, no defenseman. Fuck all those guys. Uh, this is the conversation. I think it, I think there are two players that you're talking about here. Okay. In particular, you're talking Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. And Kirill Kaprizov. And they obviously are two very different guys. They fit two completely different roles. Kaprizov is just more of what you have. Kaprizov is more offense, more go, more go, more go. And then Ryan O'Reilly gives you that kind of that more strategic chess piece where that guy could be your 3C. He could do everything for you. He he helps you win win face-offs for sure. For sure, he helps you win face-offs. And uh, he gives you that elite defensive center that you can use to match up in a way that you don't really have with McKinnon or Kadri. It's just, for the record given the, the abs took Yossi from Nashville. I'm assuming you're not even considering Colton Pareko. I'm not. Okay. I also watched that series. So I'm yeah, definitely yeah, gonna, not considering. Yeah, Colton. Say, he oh. would be like on the third pair for the abs. So mm. it's a little different, but uh, they have Yossi anyway. So it doesn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I'm not, so... I'm not getting Bennington another cup just so he can feel good about himself. Yeah, definitely not happening. Uh, my question is and if we're not using hindsight, you don't know Kadri's about to get injured against right. Edmonton. So you don't know that you're replacing Kadri offensively, which makes me think you might lean toward O'Reilly. I do too. But there's there's you know, there's some history there between O'Reilly and Colorado too. So. Yeah, but that was more that was more about management. The guys always were cool. Sure. Um, had, do you consider any consideration for like David Perron because he no. he was money for them? I would say no. David Perron, uh, no Jordan Cairo, who made a gigantic mistake on the series clinching goal by Darren Helm. Um. I don't really, I don't really think that there's any other blues player that is jumping out. Like, look, I like Pavel Buchnevich a bunch. He would help, but he's kind of more of the same for Colorado. Like, sure, he makes them deeper. He makes them better. But I mean, O'Reilly, o- O'Reilly and Kaprizov would both do the same thing. Megan, you seem to uh, quick on the Kaprizov trigger. Can you convince me?
0: It's more so I just like Kaprizov as a player more than O'Reilly. The utility of O'Reilly makes a lot of sense, um, but especially what Kaprizov could infuse offensively anywhere in the lineup, I think would make any line that he's on better. And knowing what we do now, um, I mean, O'Reilly could probably do the same, but I think it would be just absolutely chaotic offense coming from Kaprizov on whatever line he ends up on.
1: And really, Kaprizov, McKinnon, Whoever else you want as the third guy on that line, maybe Rantanen, going (laughs) up against going up against Dreisaitl and McDavid and Kane, like would have just been fun. It was it was fun, but it would have been more fun enough. I'm saying it would have been more fun with Kaprizov. But uh, this also gets into the idea of would Kaprizov be better served on your second or third line to be like the guy that dominates there? Because not saying he's a third line player, but if you put him on your third line, because the top six certainly didn't have issues in that Edmonton series, but that the third line, you put him there and now there's no matchup answer for anybody in the NHL. There would be no answer for that. You'd end up with, like, a third uh, – well, so Kadri would get hurt, and you'd end up with a second line of Kaprizov, like, Nichushkin and I'd put whoever on – Lekanen or, or Landeskog or Rankin, yeah. whoever you want on the other side. That'd be a pretty good second line. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a lot of fun, man. I think I think this one is probably a case of, are you going to overthink it and take O'Reilly – or are you just going to straight up make your team as good as possible and just say, Kaprizov's too good. He's a game changer. He's too high end of a talent. You have to take him. Jesse, deciding vote?
2: <clears throat> I probably would have done O'Reilly in the moment, and you drop him at your third center. Um, And then, obviously, again, this is like the benefit of hindsight thing. Now he elevates. Yeah, you're prepared. Uh, <laughs> Right. 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 But, uh, like to me, I I just think it's one of those things where even with the injuries, the abs, like the, the abs didn't have any problems scoring goals and yeah. Capri moves. your like skill ceiling up, but like what you were worried about going into that next round. Wasn't, are we going to score enough? It's, are we going to keep enough out of our own net? And even against a team like Tampa, that's kind of the thought is you have to keep Enough out of your own net. And I think Ryan O'Reilly moves that needle for you more. Um, the Caprice off skating goes so much better with what the Avs do. Um, but I think O'Reilly's a high IQ enough player that uh, I, I think he would just, I mean, we've talked about this for years. The irony is that like the perfect second and third line centers for this avalanche team are like Ryan O'Reilly and Matt Duchesne. Obviously without moving them, you don't get to this point, but like it is hilarious that those two players would fit perfectly on the av second and third lines now. So like, eh, just do it. And Nathan McKinnon's great friends with him. Gabe Landeskog's great friends with O'Reilly speaks English. Be an easier fit. It wouldn't just be him and Val off in the corner, like talking about everyone else.
1: Okay. So I that, mean, it's it's always good to give the Russian guy a friend.
2: Yeah, it's not, it's not, not wrong.
1: <laughs> I I feel like we're pretty split here. Yeah, and we no longer have you out here on the back end. Uh, yeah, break, he, the tie for can't us. break the tie. <laughs> Chat break the tie. Yeah, chat O'Reilly or Kaprizov. And and for did we make a mistake not just taking Dushane, O'Reilly, and Barry and being done with it for the end? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I lived that era once. I'm good.
0: I feel like Nathan McKinnon has a lot of influence for some reason in this hypothetical situation. And being <sighs> friends with O'Reilly might actually outweigh everything.
1: Go full LeBron saying we're taking... O'Reilly
0: okay, Nathan McKinnon would make this decision
1: <laughs> that's a Just lot to- of O'Reillys <laughs> yeah Chad has chosen O'Reilly <laughs> okay so Nathan McKinnon selects Ryan O'Reilly for the abs confirm <laughs> that'd be that no this is this is Canon now they have to do this the abs, you have to an abs player has to bring the jersey out and give it to the guy in the handshake not the coach. It's an abs player that's like, you. Here you go, bud. Somebody had the idea of playing Red Rover, and I think that could be fun, too.
0: I think that's fun. <laughs> we don't play Red Rover nearly enough as adults. On
1: Ugh. on ice? On skates? People are going to die. That, that needs to be our clip. <laughs> Megan's saying, we don't play Red Rover nearly enough as adults. <laughs> <laughs> Here for it. Um, we just don't have field day in general. We need. Where did recess go as adults? Why don't yo, we have recess? Why do we is, lie and call it no, lunch? This is the it's thing like, that's gonna happen. Like we done. were all about making a DNVR field day, and then a pandemic hit. So we were like, "Well, yeah. <laughs> we still are all about a feed a field day. We absolutely want to do field day one of these days." Yep. Because people are always like, Mom, "Do you guys ever do this or do you guys ever do that?" And it's like, "All right, well." We'll do this, and we'll put it on film, and you guys can judge us forever. I mean, you guys already are, so might as well see us do athletic things. All right. We're taking O'Reilly. I know there's a late push for Caprizov here, but I still see more O'Reillys. Conference finals, Tampa over New York. You have all the normal Rangers. You also have Crosby and Slavin as options from New York if you're Tampa. You really? I mean, it's just Crosby. Is it because because now you have I was I I think the
2: rest of this honestly gets pretty easy, right? Like
1: it's just Crosby, and then you have if Braden Point comes back, then you have Sorelli, you have Matthews, you have Stamkos, you have Point, you have Crosby. You're just a super team. Like, are you not you're not at least thinking about like Panarin here?
2: No. No. The 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 disrespect Crosby gets now just like I, I he's the answer's he, no Jesse's right it's fucking no it's Crosby it's it's Crosby by a mile like like this dude this dude's still maybe a top three player in the league at worst a top five player in the league like Artemi Panarin is miles in Sidney Crosby's rearview mirror like Miles, oh, maybe Miles. prime
1: Crosby, maybe prime Crosby today. Right I, don't, now, I don't know about today. that. I These think I'm going on about it, but. Adam Fox here. You guys remember we took Aaron Eckblad from Florida. So yeah, Tampa already has Eckblad and Matthews for the record. Yeah, it's, they've already taken Eckblad and Matthews. You are gonna take Adam. Adam Fox isn't going to play enough.
2: I, I honestly, I thought, I thought we were pushing this one off for a while. Cause I thought I was like, Oh, it's Crosby. It's McDavid. End of shit. Like it's, I, I, it's I a think no brain.
1: One's easy. I agree with that one, but
2: it's it's Crosby by by a huge margin. Huge.
1: Uh, I mean, He's I don't know about Nemeth. like huge. I just think it's the obvious answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nemeth. Now I'm here for this take.
0: <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs>
1: How many abs can we get? X abs in a cup final. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the plan. That could have been that could have been the other uh approach that we took. Yeah, we already have the abs taking Duchenne O'Reilly and uh and Barry. The other side would have had to been Nemeth. Um there are a couple other ones that I forget.
0: Kerfoot. Could he Ah yeah,
1: Tampa would have had Go to more. take Kerfoot. And then you'd have had to get a c someone from there are could've random dudes out Florida there. Florida or something. Yeah. Could have taken There's Brad a... Malone from the Oilers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Ian around. Cole yeah. from
1: Carolina could have happened. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, I think it's Crosby. I don't think it's Fox. Uh, Shisterkin. With Vasilevsky and that, Shisterkin doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, It's just Crosby. You have Crosby, you have Matthews, you have Stamkos, you have Kucherov. You're not even missing Braden Point at this uh, at this juncture. <laughs> so your cup final ends up being Tampa Bay with Matthews, Ekblad, and Crosby. And Colorado with Yossi, O'Reilly, and McDavid.
2: Nah. <laughs>
1: that was the other thing about O'Reilly is that, I mean... Uh, again, with hindsight, you, you know you're going to McDavid, McDavid in the next round. Yeah, you could have oh, had a you could have had a top line of McDavid, McKinnon, and Kucherov <laughs> going in going in against their top line of uh, Crosby, Matthews, and Kucherov, and Matthews. Or yeah, something. Kucherov, Matthews, and Crosby, <laughs> and you're just like, huh, oh, this is going to be a pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a pretty fun Stanley Cup final. It's the Cup final, aka the All Star Game. Yeah. Somehow, I feel like the real Cup final feels like a disappointment because we don't have those guys involved yeah. now. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, Michaela is correct. The Avs are going to win the Stanley Cup. I agree. My man's who was saying, making sure I say if last week instead of win. <laughs> also continue that please
2: (laughs) AJ and I AJ and I had a conversation on the phone yesterday that I was like, we have to have this conversation now because if things start getting closer, I won't be able to have this conversation then. Uh, so yeah, we we got
1: about what to, some things for us to consider if they do the thing.
2: Yeah. So we, we AJ and I know what, what is going to happen for us. Mm hmm. If we get down that road, but mm-hmm. we had the conversation before anything officially started. Cause I knew I wouldn't be able to bring myself to have it. Yep. Once things got gone
1: either way, it's going to be fun. We're doing our full preview of the series tomorrow. Be sure to tune into that podcast. We'll have you covered top to bottom, including predictions from everyone. As much as I hate doing predictions now.
2: Yeah. KOA we'll
1: made me do one this morning on the radio. So <laughs> my prediction is out there it's already out there. Yep. I'm staying consistent. It's out there. You should
0: it's different ones to each interview. <laughs> <laughs> I think See, that, would that, would was, be, that would be funny. That was
2: what I did in the uh, uh, in the conference final. Was I? I had I. It was the same thing where I got kind of like cornered into giving a prediction live. So I gave one, and then I gave a different prediction somewhere else. I was like, "See, smartest guy in the room." Look, as long I- as no one listens to the other one.
1: I've lived, I've been on eight shows. I've picked every possible outcome of the series. That's I can't right. lose. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> After the series, you just pull that one and be like, "Told you." I know. <laughs> like those, like those guys that had the Twitter accounts where they would, uh, all they would do is they would tweet out outcomes of things, yeah, uh, of like playoff series, and then they would go back and they would delete all the ones that were wrong. So
2: mm-hmm. then,
1: when you scroll their timeline, it looks like they've just predicted the future.
2: <laughs> the, the the one kid who actually had the was it in his senior year yearbook uh who had the cubs winning oh yeah
1: like yeah, I remember
2: that. like Sorry. and he had it over who, who there were there was some crazy one where yeah the, the dude in his high school yearbook predicted two teams in the world series in the year that they went to the world series and the he predicted the correct winner. Like, yeah, it was
1: in yeah, the in the best NCAA bracket ever was by like some eight year old. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes crazy well, shit happens. You regularly see like the guys that cover college basketball will make a bracket and then they'll have their com- their college basketball apathetic wives do a bracket. And those ones end up And better, their yeah. their wives pick based on like team names or logos or whatever. And they yep. have a higher success rate than those dudes. Yep. And you're just like, well, look, sports are silly nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Being beholden to knowledge can be a problem when it's just chaos. Uh, All right. Anyway, we're going to wrap up today's show. We've been going on for a while now. We appreciate all of y'all hanging out with us again. Series preview tomorrow. Be sure to tune in to that podcast to get all hype for that. And then, of course, starting Wednesday. We're in it at that point. We'll have Wednesday game day. We might have some cool things set up for Thursday and Friday of this week. Hopefully, if things work out, not going we'll to spoil anything yet, but things are looking we'll promising. So, uh, hope to talk to you all later. Until then, we will see you in a bit.